Welcome to Top Shelf, where we seek truth, opinion, perspective, and we seek solutions. Man, I'm telling you, this year is going by so freaking fast, man. I'm like, we almost all the way through the third season, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we killing it, you know what I'm saying? Like, how y'all feeling? Y'all feeling like we burning through these episodes? I wouldn't say burning through this episode. I think we walking through with wisdom. We walking <laughs> okay. through with okay. we walking through with resource. We okay. walking through with laughter. We All walking right. through with building new village. Yo, make sure you subscribe. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but before you subscribe, we gotta pray. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> subscribe to that prayer. Subscribe <laughs> to that prayer. <laughs> before everything else, and since. My brother Jeff didn't get to pray last time. <laughs> I want to elect my brother Jeff to pray this time. Yo, he, he said Jeff, Anthony. Just no, no, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to Kanye you. I'm not going to Kanye you. My fault, bro. Yeah, you know, it's all love, man. It's all love. All right, let's, let's get into it. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Father God, just for another day. We thank you, Father God, for another opportunity to speak through these mics and have our voices heard, Father God. We pray, Father God, as we have this conversation, Father God, that you will be in the midst, Father God. I pray that not only you'll be with us, you'll be with those who are listening in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for this decreed vision that you have provided for us. And we just pray that you continue to download your knowledge and wisdom as we have this conversation. We pray we do not offend anybody, Father God, but we only enlighten those um, with this conversation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 That was good. That was awesome. That was awesome. Appreciate it. You know, you know, I'm I'm saying that was a that was an anointed, anointed prayer. You know, I, I I I do what I do, or the Holy Spirit does what it does. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That was like the do in the morning. Yeah, you know? <laughs> why your Holy Spirit sound like about to fight? <laughs> yo, my, the, yo, my Holy Spirit's from Brooklyn, man. I see, I see. <laughs> That's yeah, what, yeah, you yeah. about to get jumped in with your Holy Spirit? <laughs> yeah, it's a game. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> mad funny. Oh man, like. Let me ask you guys. So basically, how important is self-care to y'all? How do like on a scale of 1 to 10, how important is self-care to you guys? So for me, I mean it's definitely a 10. Okay. Um from a scale of 1 to 10, it's definitely a 10. I think self-care is one of the um one of the foundations, one of the things that you have to lay down for yourself outside of, you know, your religious beliefs and outside of, you know, just being spiritually in tune with God. Mm -hmm. um, the next step is definitely your self-care because that's what starts everything. Um, that is, you know, you could, let me just put it this way. If it, it's hard for you to love on people, if you can't mm -hmm. love yourself, it's hard for you to receive love if you're not loving yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so self-care as far as physical appearance how you look i definitely do believe if you look good you're gonna feel good i definitely believe as far as um mentally 
Mm-hmm. You take care of yourself mentally. You feel good mentally. You're going to have a good day, even when things kind of go left, things kind of go right, things just go all over the place. When you're mentally good, you could you could roll with the punches and and deal with what what life is going to give you. So, to me, self care is just it, it's it's the beginning stages of you starting your day. It's the beginning stages of you ending your day. It's the beginning stages and the end of stages as far as just how you deal with life. Yeah. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree. Agree. Scale of one to ten, uh, how important is self-care to you? Bro, right now, that one one to ten is a lifestyle, bro. Hey. Uh, um, There's no number that can amount to you as the individual or the self-care. If you ever, if you are a a villager um, of our podcast, you know sometimes I end off with self-care is the best care. Um, And once you understand that, that comes with boundaries. Mm -hmm. That comes with language. That comes with communication with yourself. Mm-hmm. That comes with loving yourself. Mm-hmm. That comes with caring about yourself. Right. That comes with just being able to know, like, there's certain things I myself, Anthony Thompson, will not allow because my self care and how I love myself will not be eliminated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's yeah. so important. Because yo, at the end of the day, um, I go, I only got one life. So I'm gonna make the best of this of my ability. That's right. So, that's why I always say self care is the best care. This is true. This is Amen. true. This is true. I think I I think it's a mixture of what both of you guys said. I think it's it's definitely what you said, where it's like you take care of yourself, you'll be able to take care of those around you. And what Anthony said, it's a lifestyle. And I like to add to that, like. Self-care is, is, is a thing that's priceless, you know? It's not something that really, yeah, it can cost you Where if you are indulging in certain things that you love, like, that, that do cost a price, but honestly, going outside doesn't cost a price. Breathing is not, uh, it doesn't cost anything. Hugging, hugging your loved ones doesn't cost anything, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Getting on the phone, Thanks. having a conversation with with some good friends is is not it doesn't cost anything you know what i'm saying walking around uh and exercising doesn't cost anything uh unless you're going to the gym of course of course but um i mean i feel like it's just it's very much important just to get time to yourself man you even see it in the bible there was times where jesus you know he he went alone and to mm-hmm. himself and you know got some time with god to commune with god I wouldn't say as much that was self-care. That was more like communing, but you get the point. Like it takes time. You know, you have to take time to yourself, you know, Most to kind of get back recentered. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you, whatever you're doing, I want to impart that to the village. It's like, whatever you choose to do, make sure you set, set that uh, time aside. I remember we had a conversation earlier on in our uh, earlier seasons. We were talking about like, how did we learn about self-care? You know, we were talking about how like um like how we knew like like that self-care was a thing. Anthony mm-hmm. mentioned uh getting facials, Paul. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you know, I'm a I'm I'm more of a No pause like over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a person that like to get like massages 
uh, you know what I'm saying, and uh and and those foot rubs and stuff like that. That's that that's where I'm at with mine. But mm-hmm. it it it's very much important. It's an important piece, right? Like I, I mean more than somebody like giving you a compliment. Because people can give you compliments and it can come from a shallow place, but Facts. you but you looking yourself in the mirror saying, I'm that nigga, that's that's priceless right there. Hell, that's yeah. a fact. That's affirmation that you can't take take away, bro. Let me yeah. tell you. And um, fellas, how how important do y'all think it is to invest in yourself? Oh man, you, you have to invest in yourself. That's super mm-hmm. important. Again, mm-hmm. it starts with you. Right. You can't expect people are not going to invest in you unless you invest in yourself. Like right. it, it, it's it's super important. You could even look at it as I'll give an example. Like if you. Think about if you're looking for a job, right? Yeah. You know, certain jobs that require certain qualifications, certain experience, certain edu- an educational background. Right. To have those things, that's you investing yourself. When you're going to college, you're investing into your education, which means you're Absolutely. investing in yourself. If you're starting a business, you know what I'm saying? You're taking those chances. You're investing in yourself. You got to always bet on yourself. I think um, Korean Biggs always says that, bet on yourself, which mm-hmm. means it translates, invest in yourself. Um, yeah. No, you should be your biggest cheerleader. Period. Right. You should be right. your biggest, biggest cheerleader because, again, if you're confident in yourself, uh-huh. you know that you can do this. It doesn't matter what anybody says. People could tell you no. People could project their own fears and failures into you. But when you invest in yourself and you invest in your happiness, uh-huh. you invest your, invest you invest in yourself as far as your goals, who mm. you are, confident on you know where you want to be and what you're planning to be. Yo, nobody can't take that away from nice. you. Know right. What I'm so that's the biggest investment that you can make is investing right. in yourself. Uh, yeah. Anthony, I got a different question for you, bro. Like, what do you think? Like, how how fine is that line from taking care of yourself to being becoming so how to like how how fine is that line? Can What's can you question? is is that is that like can you be doing too much like self-care? And then, and then people be like, "Yo, son, you, you, we ain't even eight, and we your kids." Like, <laughs> like, like. No, I don't think. For me, in my opinion, okay, I don't. I really don't think you could define selfless, mm-hmm. like, because it's how you define how you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, can it be like a you doing too much? I can't say that. Because that's how the person identifies mm-hmm. self-care. That's how right. the person have come to a, a understanding of what he or she wants self-care to be. Mm-hmm. You just have to be able to know if you can subscribe to it. I got it. For example, um, it, it might be, I remember, and I'll be honest, in this mm-hmm. conversation, I remember Janelle told me that before we got married or anything, she said her self-care was Four hundred dollars to me. I was like, "Damn, that's bad money." But that's what—that's for her hair. That's for her nail. Let me tell she you, had, she had a certain type <laughs> of self-care lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That was for her facial because sometimes we also have to have to put this on the table. Self-care can be expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It can be expensive when you get to a certain level, mm-hmm. and you say, "You know what? Hey." I, facials cost three hundred dollars. Um, nails and toes cost two hundred dollars mm-hmm. plus tip and all these things. So at the end of the day, 
I can't say if it's bad, if it's selfless. I only could be able to say, hey, I can't subscribe to that. And uh, so, like, so, like, let me put it in perspective. Like, so, say Aunt, you and Janelle are heading into y'all, like, y'all in y'all, y'all eighth year anniversary, right. right? Yeah. You go hiking, right? Because that's your self care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you forget it's y'all anniversary. That's that's what I mean. Like, could you be so consumed in what you love that you can forget about everything else, like the selfish part? Nah, okay. I wouldn't think. Nah, I wouldn't think that, bro. Uh, because okay. you, you, you know, you know the line, so that you schedule that in. And once okay. you, once you have a another person, mm-hmm. um, like say for example, you said eight years, mm-hmm. that person knows your routine. Yeah, that person knows like who you are. So, for example, I'm definitely not gonna schedule mm-hmm. a um self care day, um with with my wife. Mm-hmm. Or on a on the same anniversary with my wife, I would right. do it on a different day. Right, right. <laughs> Yo, because Janelle Cause... was waiting for you in the dark with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> you said, "Here's your facial." Boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight forward though. <laughs> Jeff brought up something that I want to go back and touch on about like when we talk about jobs and stuff like that, right? We talk about jobs and I wanted to ask y'all like, so we've been on a lot of job interviews in our lives. Uh, we've lived life, you know, and let me ask you guys in your professional life, you know, What's the greatest lesson you learned from doing job interviews? I mean, other than, you know, self, the self-worth part of it. The job interviews? Um, yeah. For me, the biggest lesson, I would say, is being prepared mm-hmm. and, doing, right. doing, and doing your research on the company that you're working for. Come on. Or that you're right. planning to work for. Because right. a lot of times they'll ask those questions. So you come in there prepared and you you know, you, you have a, at least a good idea on the background on that company yeah. that can help you out tremendously. Mm, yeah, I love That's that. So That's so Break good. Great to the point. What about you? And what, what's the biggest lesson you learned from, from a job interview? Be, I think Jeff hit it on the head. Jeff hit it on the head. Be prepared. Mm. Um, I remember when I was a recruiter mm-hmm. and people would just click on Indeed. So when you click on Indeed, um, it normally just populates and goes to your email. Mm-hmm. So when you call a person and say, hey, X, Y, and Z, I see that you're looking for a job. Mm-hmm. And the person on the line, what job? <laughs> so you, and you're like, at the recruiter, you're like, did you apply for the job? Right. Don't you want this job? Mm-hmm. And then you get to the interview, they don't know anything about the goal the mm-hmm. mission yeah. they don't know they don't know who the ceo is mm-hmm. and i think i've this is only my experience mm-hmm. i've experienced this with the young generation mm-hmm. um and they just come in thinking that the job belongs to them mm. That's but they, good, and but so they don't they don't have questions ready for us they right. don't they don't know they don't know when you ask them so what do you bring to the table right. they can't answer that Right. But at the same time, and I sp- we speak about this a lot of, in different ways. Right. Going into an interview, it's a language because you have to be able to know. First of all, you have to know what you bring to the table at first. 
Mm-hmm. You have to know a graduate degree, your experience, right? Um, what what you know that you can bring to the table in regards of right. how you communicate that and articulate that. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you are brand yourself. Yeah. So yeah, sure. you can go from you could go from a seventy five thousand dollar in regards to when you, when you step in mm-hmm. to a or two fifty one twenty with a bonus mm-hmm. because you knew how to sell yourself. Exactly. Like well, I, that was good, and I think for me, it's been dressed apart, man. Dressed apart. That has mm-hmm. been the biggest lesson I've ever learned, and that goes into preparation with you guys. Like, because I think a lot of times uh, people come and they're very lackadaisical about how how to look. Dress, and I, and it was always for me. I'm like, okay, I want this job. Dress for the job that I want. You know, and make sure that I'm, you know, nails is clean. Make sure my hair is cut. You know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm dressed up nice, like fresh, the freshest I can be, like casket shirt as much as I can be, um, because like presentation, bro, it speaks volumes before you even Facts. open your mouth. Facts. You know, I once did, Facts. I once did a, a a seminar with one of my old uh, jobs, uh, helping teenagers write with a uh, resume prep it was like resume prep like so they were like yeah is anybody interested to volunteer to help teenagers uh like write resumes from different high schools i said of course i would definitely be down for that you know and the first thing they were like constantly asking was like okay how am i supposed to look you know and that was like the number like the number one question and then mm. our job was to be interviewers and engage them and to talk mm. to them about like how you interview how do you mm. talk like you know how do you speak speaking professionally like going over your resume like uh uh talking to them there's a there's a language like anthony always talks about like a language there's a language Facts. a job language that you have to speak that employers are looking for yeah. if you're not confident in your resume if you can't tell them why you got gaps in your resume, if you can't tell them why, if you can't tell them what, if you're unsure about yourself, they sniff it out. Yes, you cannot even be confident. Now, now, hear me out to the village, to anybody that's applying for a job right now. You cannot even have not much experience at all for a job. But if you could go in there and sell yourself, you can get that job. And learn. That's a fact. That's a fact. A lot Word. of the people do I, I, it. Bro, I am a testimony of knowing how to sell myself on the job. Bruh. Yo, one thing you give me, give me an interview. If it's education, yeah. give me an interview, I know how to sell myself. That's now, true. for the person that just came to the front of the class, mm-hmm. when I say sell myself, I'm not saying like I'm saying something that is not me. Mm-hmm. I just know what they want. Exactly. Here. They mm-hmm. want to hear something. Mm-hmm. You can talk a lot. You can talk a good game. But right. they just want to hear something. It's like, okay. Because what they're doing, mm-hmm. and this is just psychology 101 or interview 101, mm-hmm. they're trying to see if I place you in this job, how mm-hmm. long you can last. Exactly. Or they're trying to see if I place you in this job, if you can do the job. Exactly. <laughs> Can I yo, depend on you? Yo, I remember, and this is just a one example. Mm-hmm. Person had um, a person was going for a dean assistant position. Mm-hmm. Now I work in a Spanish population. 
one thing that they will would like is a Spanish speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so on their resume, guess what they put? That they speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. So they got the job. Okay. Then somebody called Spanish parent. A Spanish parent called. And they put her on the phone. Oh, God. That's what we realized, that she couldn't <laughs> speak Spanish. <laughs> what happened? Yo. What happened? Yo, como estas, mi bien? And what she said was, I don't feel... <laughs> I, don't feel I don't feel confident. I don't feel... What? But you what? asked for this job. Give yeah. one more, I give one more example and I get off the floor. So... Because I've had a lot of um, experience regards to recruiting. It's, it's funny that we're bringing this conversation up. Mm-hmm. So, person said that they can do group activities with okay. age 18 to 24. Okay. Juvenile um, people that are in the juvie um, system. So, we had a, we had a, a project. Um, so, I was in one room and another, and then, I, then we played the other person in the second room. Remember on their resume, it literally says I can I'm able to work with 14 to 20 kids that mm-hmm. are um 16 to 24. So mm-hmm. that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I place you in I place you in a situation mm-hmm. that you vocalize that you can handle. Right. All I heard was yo ma was good. Be this, be that. I'm like, what happened? You can't handle this. The lady, yo, the lady ran out of that workshop. Oh, wow. And she, yo, I, I, I knock, I, yo, at the. Well, you said, you said, yo, ma, yo, ma. Yo, yo the, the, so the, the um, people that she was teaching. Who did you hire, Drew Santana? <laughs> yo, the people that she, she wasn't was, built like yo, that. Exactly, yo, bro. Wow. She was scared. She was crying. Um. But we asked her, are you able to handle that? She said, I thought I could. This is my this was my first time. Mm. Here we go. So I she end up right after it, you hired. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you can say that you're good, but you're gonna be put to the test. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to know when he asks you that question, what are some of your flaws? Mm-hmm. Well, and you have to be able to know how to answer it. Yeah, because they, you and and it's and I think this is where it goes back to that question you asked about your self care. You know yourself. You know what you're good and you know what you're not good at. Exactly. Like, I, like in, in my marriage, I'm a great visionary. I'm a, like I could talk all day, mm-hmm. but tell me to write it down. You might. You, it might take me a while. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, son. I'm a great. My wife always says, Anthony, I'm I'm good at seeing the bigger picture. And she's good at seeing the details. So, so yo, that's that's my that's wife, the, and that's why I love her. That's the battle. Um, so, <laughs> 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 go ahead, bro. Go ahead. But I just like it. It brought back memory, and of the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony was triggered. <laughs> it was Joe. but it, it's so good though. This is such a conversation that needs to be had because yeah. in the workplace, think about it, Jeff. You've probably had a, di- a lot of different encounters with people who you've worked in conjunction with where and my brother, my brother, uh, Gerald, he tells me all the time about people that he has to hire in the restaurant business. 
uh, like who he hires and, and then he they he gets them in and then they, it's too fast paced for them. Or sometimes yeah. they they'll 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 be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. You put all this responsibility in their hands and they wanted to be they said they want to be a manager, but they really couldn't manage it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. and, but that's that's the thing you have to know. Like, don't just sell yourself and, and be like Oh, this is affecting my mental health. I can't do this. This is the first day. And I'm gotta be honest, man. Anybody that has that that has issues with mental health, shoot anybody. I'm just saying it's just like know what you're signing up for. You don't you don't go to the people like the army recruiters and be like, you know what? I'm gonna try this out. No. When you put your name on that line, they 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 taking you. That that you know, fact, man. It is not no. There's nothing else you can do about that. No, there isn't. I think that you just have to be honest with yourself and be honest with the recruiter or the the interviewer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I from my experience, any job that I've ever applied for, I've always been honest. And I remember even when I used to like when I used to be a site manager, and we would hire these contractors, um, these independent consultants a lot of them would falsify what they knew you know what i'm saying and what they're able to do and it would reflect you know what i'm saying with their job performance and it, yeah. it always caused a big big issue and i used to always tell them like listen i'd rather you be upfront with me mm-hmm. than not because if there's something that you don't know and you're not sure how to do and you let me know that in the beginning right i can at least place you around somebody else mm-hmm. who knows it and that, that that can help get you through so you can learn it yourself so you could be effective at your job because you are a reflection of the company you yes, know what i'm saying man. you're a representative well, of the, you're a representative of the company and right. so as a to me i don't care what industry you are there's there's going to be consumers, even like Anthony's in education. The consumers are who? The kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, the parents. So if there's a bad teacher or a bad guy who doesn't know what they're doing, that's mm-hmm. poor customer service being provided to the students. And it's going to reflect on the school. Right. You know what I'm saying? Fred, you work with um, AT&T. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing tech support and let's say you, you're not doing it to your capability, the consumer at the end, they're going to look at it as like, well, this person isn't what they're doing. That's poor customer service. We can mm-hmm. use almost any industry that you could think of. Right. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be an exchange of goods. It's an exchange of service. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. So if you're applying for a job and you know that they're asking you questions, that's what, that's what it goes back to what we're saying, being prepared. Right. Know what you're applying for and making sure that you're applying for a job that you know you can handle. And if they're right. asking you questions saying like, okay. hey, can you do this? You know, this is our expectation. You know, this is above what you really can do. Right. Don't take the chance because yes, you do may not. get hired, but guess what? You're going to perform badly and the next minute you're going to be at the unemployment line and then now you got a, a mark on your resume. You right. get what I'm saying? So it, it, it's unfair to the employees and it's uh, or to the employer and the employees. Now, I'm not saying you can't figure it out. Right. Once you get on the, uh, once you start working, because there's times that you can, right. But just be honest with yourself. Be mm-hmm. honest. That's that's part of self care to go back with it is being honest with yourself. And if it's something that you're not sure on how to do, mm-hmm. yo, do everything you can to figure it out. That's it. 
do that's everything that you can to figure it out so you can perform at your job at the highest level. You're right. And and Jeff, I wanted to say this, like the biggest lesson I learned from my wife was because uh, she used to be a recruiter herself. So mm-hmm. she always told me it's like anytime you get in a room and you're asking for something, always go to that highest number, you know, go to that, go to that highest number. So like when you have to scale back, like that that number that you was thinking about. So when they scale you back, they scale you back at the number that uh like you know, and you'll hit that number that you was thinking. Mm-hmm. Because some like when you're asking for compensation, like they're like, Okay, how much do you you know? Because a lot of times I feel like as and I'll say this, as people of color and just being transparent, I feel like we go into certain uh spaces and we'll be like, Well, you know, I kinda wanna make and you know this much, you know what I'm saying, an hour and da 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 And these companies have it. A lot of these companies have it. I think more now than ever, a lot of, uh, we're in a market for jobs where it's like, people like in, in our economy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of places are hiring. Everywhere Very hiring. true. Everywhere hiring. Let me tell you, every, every, like the stores I go into are hiring. Barbershops is hiring. Let yeah. me tell you something. I, I, I like there's I no get hit by recruiters all the time. Always, <laughs> I'm you. always getting emails from recruiters on everywhere. LinkedIn everywhere. Yo. everywhere like, I, I, I have hiring. to ignore half of them. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it, it, it is a market for um for for if you're looking for a job, definitely. Sorry for right. And for so it. if you no no, it's all good, bro. So if you have the experience, definitely apply yourself and uh I, I don't think it's a good practice to like, okay, I don't like this job, leave this job. I don't like this job, leave this job. I don't like this job, leave this job. No. Yeah. I think you have to, like, the one thing I learned from my grandfather is that you put your roots down where, you, where, where you're respected and you're appreciated. You mm, know? I like we're, that. We're, 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 when you find a job that where they respect you, your, they respect your work and where you're appreciated until, like, if you find the career that you want to go into, you know, that the thing that you're passionate about, the thing that you love, the job is supposed to be the temporary thing to get you to that career, the, 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 that big, the bigger picture. Right. So, you know, like, like when we get in these rooms, we can't go in hat in hand, like, you know, we got to go in boldly. Like Anthony was saying, confidently prepared, ready, cover letter in hand, you know, resume in hand, you know, uh, shoot the thank you letter, you know, like all, all and a lot of people underestimate. There, I, I saw this skit. Very true. Y'all gonna you're gonna find this mad crazy. Like I saw this skit. This dude was like, when you apply for a new job, and everything is great, right? He's like, so he's applying for. He's like, ooh, this job got benefits. All benefits. He was like, what? They paying thirty five dollars an hour? Ooh, I'm about to apply for this. And then all of a sudden, he saw at the bottom of the. He's like, at the bottom of the screen, he said, "We need you to provide a cover letter." He's like, oh no, ain't gonna be able to do it. He said they so need a cover sad, letter. So true. They need a cover letter. I was like, you, you let in a job. It was a comedy skit, but it's so true. It's like that's the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. No, and For and some. and if we can go deeper into this conversation, yeah. a lot of times that is that is like psychologically placed there yeah. because it knows it weeds out a lot of people. The same way that the bachelor's, master's, high school diploma, it weeds out Woo! a lot of people. So you look at it and says, oh, 
oh, the assessments. Oh, because remember, like when you go on Indeed, some they they had this new thing where um, it's already set up, where mm-hmm. you have to take an assessment before you get to the recruiter. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, like, um, yeah. Fifteen minutes. Yo, 15, 20 minutes long. Right. Um, they give you uh, scenario questions, mm-hmm. and then if you struggle with writing, mm-hmm. you you you're already turned off because. You're not just pressing submit and it goes right to the recruiter. It takes a uh, it takes um levels to get to the recruiter. Right, and then so, and then you got places that want to do oh four phases of interviews. Yep. Like I remember, let me tell you, the longest interview process was for me. I wanted to work for the Apple Store when I first got here. Right. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna work at the Apple Store while I'm in school, bruh. I went through like. Three different interviews, three different people. I was like, I feel like I'm on American Idol. These three different, <laughs> like, these are, I'm, I got to go through three different judges, all of this stuff, like, just to <laughs> not get the job. <laughs> I was like, Yo. these things wild. Like, yep, yep. Um, I think Jeff or maybe or Fred, you said something. I just want to piggyback off that. When you are asking for a raise. Mm-hmm. Don't ask for a raise knowing that you have nothing to prove of why you should get this raise. Facts. Mm, that's good. Have your, can you say that one more time, Anthony? No problem. I definitely say because I can remember this one. Do not go into your manager or things of that nature in regards to not having anything to prove of why you should get this raise. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, in in some jobs, you you should get a three percent raise every year. In some jobs, um, but if you have nothing to prove mm-hmm. for the last, so for my physical year, it's approximately nine months or ten months mm-hmm. contracted. So if I have nothing to prove for ten months, and I go to my boss and say, "Hey, can I get a raise?" Mm-hmm. Polit or professionally, she's she's going to say no um not at this moment so remember up out of you. exactly <laughs> not, <laughs> not at this moment we, but we would take into consideration that you that you do want to raise mm-hmm. but in her in her in her circle i would laugh at you mm-hmm. you know you know anthony just asked me for a raise and he don't do nothing he right. comes in, he comes in late mm-hmm. he leaves early right mm-hmm. he's always in his office mm-hmm. Right, all of these things you are then. So when you, you need to come, raise up his performance exactly, <laughs> exactly. So when you are going to your boss or just you yourself, ask yourself: Do you even deserve the raise? Exactly. Exactly. You know what? Excellent point, people, Anthony. Because that one, one, one more thought. My bad. Bro. That that raise because you cool, no problem. I give you that raise. Mm-hmm. That raise is going to give you more work. Yeah, because yeah. they're not just paying you to just say, "Oh, yeah. the two of your thumbs." They're paying you to give you more work now. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and 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 the thing is, do you have capacity for that? You know what I'm saying? You, I think it. This is a Ooh, spiritual thing too, Anthony. It's a spiritual thing too, because it's like they say, God don't give you more than you can handle, right? Mm-hmm. And and if you're not ready to go to that next level, God's like. You're not ready to go to that next level yet because there's still work that needs to be done, right? Because sometimes people mistake, they're like, well, 
I've been here for like seven years, but yeah. what have you been doing? But what has your performance been in that seven years? You need to do introspection because maybe yeah. you've been there for seven years, but your job, I mean, your work has been mediocre. And a lot of their minimum. Yeah, a lot of people mistake being somewhere for a long time with deserving. Ooh, good and stuff, it's bro. Not, it's not the same thing. It's it's like, okay, the quality. It's the quality over the quantity. You know what I'm saying? Oh, why these people keep getting... They bringing in young people and the young people getting promoted over me. And why they get promoted over me? I done seen it all. Trust me. Like, yeah, And I'm like, well, too. maybe. Just maybe. You might want to look. I'm starting with the man. <laughs> I always <laughs> think about that. like Because it's just like, you're bitter, you're angry, and all those things, but has your work, your performance changed in the last 10 years you've been yeah. working for this company? It's that that's, entitlement. That, that, yeah. Great point. Great point, bro. Yo, and I be I keep it a buck. The village, you know I keep it a buck. I remember there's one, yo, there's one time that I really wanted this position, um, and they gave it to this next person. Now, I want a dean of student position, a position that I have right now at a different company. Mm-hmm. I wanted this position so bad because I thought that because one, I worked there for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the culture. I know, I don't want to be, be, be more specific. I know only that culture. Mm-hmm. I only know that culture. Mm-hmm. This person that came in had a degree. Uh-huh had um seven years of ex- experience mm-hmm. i only wanted that ex- i only wanted that job because i thought i was supposed to have that job mm-hmm. i just want to make sure i'm clear i thought i was supposed to have that job mm-hmm. there's a difference between someone that is qualified than somebody that's supposed to have that job mm-hmm. two different people because i was only good for that that little environment that little environment that position was for stakeholders that position was for emails so that means i had to communicate to multiple people and my boss knew at that in at that moment in that season that my communication mm-hmm. i needed to work on mm-hmm. so so why would you put me in a position mm-hmm. that she knew yes He's passionate, but he has no experience. Mm-hmm. And two, two different, crazy. and two different, and I, I, at that moment, I was so mad, mm-hmm. and I played a victim role and said, "This company, I did so much for this company, but I didn't take an audit of myself." Mm-hmm. Now that I'm in a dean position, now I understood why I didn't get that position. Come on, because I wasn't qualified for it. Yeah, and Anthony, the thing is, like, I'm I want to spin it back to a a spiritual perspective. You could be qualified, but you might not be called. You know what I'm saying? That's that Pentecostal. (laughs) Say it again, Fred. Say it again, please, please. People in the back, you could be qualified (laughs) for anything, any position, anywhere, but you might not be called. Oh, this is a good mm-hmm. conversation. Because a lot of times it, 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 it might not be your time. Yeah. It might not be your time. And Anthony, 
it, it it just like for that position, you you acknowledge after some time and some introspection that it wasn't your time. Your time was somewhere else. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of people, I feel like we wallow in the loss so much that we we don't see that other thing. There's this picture that I always envision. Um, uh, and y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all have seen it on Instagram everywhere where Jesus is, uh, there's Jesus and this little girl. The little girl is holding a little teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is like holding a bigger teddy bear behind his back. And the girl doesn't want to give it up. She's like, but I don't want to give it up. And he was like, trust me, I got something better for you. And it's yep. bigger teddy bears behind his back. And and that's what trust looks like. That's what trust in him looks like. That's what know? faith looks like in him, man. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 it does, man. Like, it's, listen, a, a, a denial Mm-hmm. is not i mean a, a delay is not a denial so mm-hmm. and, and people people forget that so just like what anthony was saying how he wanted this position badly and they didn't give it to him and that was probably also a way of god protecting him because like if i give you this right now you're you're gonna probably fail at this because you're not prepared mm-hmm. fast forward Anthony now has a position in a different school where mm-hmm. he's able to where he's excelling in because he's been able to do an audit of himself and realize, okay, you know what? There's some areas that I need to work on and be prepared for. So mm-hmm. a lot of times what happens is we can sit there and say, I want this and because we feel entitled to it and ask God, like, God, I want this. I want this. I want this position. I want this promotion. I want to work here. And God's like, okay. I, I, I can give you that, but I'm not going to give it to you right now because you still have some work that you need to do. Mm-hmm. So I can't bless you with this. Just because he's not blessing with you at that moment of time doesn't mean he's not going to bless it with you later on. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing sometimes we forget even when it comes to our careers. Mm-hmm. Or just like what you said, Fred, it, it may just flat out not just be a calling period. You know, yeah. may not be to be called to, to 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 do that or to be in that particular position. Mm-hmm. God may have a whole different direction for you, right? So just like that 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 acknowledge the, the or the the example you gave with the teddy bear, he's giving you something big. It's like, listen, I'm gonna give you something bigger. You don't need this, mm-hmm. and if you go that direction, that I'm telling you, like, listen, I have something bigger and better. You're gonna realize down the line why I told you this was not for you. Why uh-huh. I told you this was not your calling. Uh-huh. Going over here is your calling. Working right. with this company is better for you. You know what I'm saying? You know, or or waiting to get this promotion is 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 is, is better for you. Sometimes we want something, but we're not really prepared to receive what we're asking for. Right. You that that's fire. This is a fire conversation. Like you're so right, Jeff. Like my so as we land this plane and we bring this thing home, what is the one thing, the, the takeaways from this conversation about uh, self, about knowing your worth and everything like that? What are the takeaways from this conversation? Preparation for me. That's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. I feel like it ties everything together from self-care to being prepared if you want a raise, like making sure you're prepared to ask for that raise, which means you're qualified and knowing that you could bring something to the table showing why you deserve that raise. So which means you're preparing yourself. You're preparing yourself ahead of time. Like, okay, you know what? I want to be able to get a raise within the next 
the next year, the next time that they're actually do, giving out raises, I'll be prepared. So you know what? I'm going to make sure that I do not give C-level work. I want to make sure I'm not giving B-level work. I'm giving yeah. A-plus work. Absolutely. So I can show them that, hey, this is why I deserve that race. So to me, everything ties into preparation. Right, right. And what about you, Ant? Oh, Whew, it's a good conversation. Um, I don't even know where to go with it, man. Can, can, and I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Can you just repeat the question again? Because I really want to make uh, sure. I said, what is, the, what is the takeaway from this conversation, bro? Oh. Huge takeaway. I think the most important takeaway is before you go into that interview, mm-hmm. know yourself. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. know who you are, know your experience, mm-hmm. know what you can handle, and be able and be prepared. Right. Like, life, like everything around you, mm-hmm. be prepared. Right. And uh, I think for me, it's just to to make sure. I think the biggest, biggest thing is like ch- is touching on uh, within that preparation room is like, yeah, like no, like like be prepared, of course, dress the part, of course, know what you're talking about, do your research before you even come into the interview. Like, what's the company? When was it founded? Like, who? Who are you applying to? Like, who's going to be your manager? Do all of that research before. It's like, okay, who? what do they pay for this position? What do they pay for that position? Like, cover letter, resume. What do you, like, and if you don't know how to do those things, seek out the people that do know how, you know, mm-hmm. and, and have them help you. There's people, there's people all over. Uh, and there's, there's, you can Google it. You can go to YouTube and be like, how do I write a resume? You know Thanks. what I'm saying? Like all of that, you know, Google is your best friend. Not not um only Google, but YouTube. YouTube is YouTube University is what my my uh, friend calls it. And so you you can learn anything these days. We just have to apply ourselves, and mo- that's the most important key is to apply yourself. Apply mm-hmm. yourself when you do get the job. Apply yourself, Billy. Exactly. Please, Definitely. please. That's the most please. important step because people, every, the eyes is on you. Word. And you don't know who watching, when they watching, how they watching. Hey, they could be like, who could we have come be the next assistant manager? Or who could we have be the next dean or the next president or other company? Or who, like, we need somebody noble or character. They don't, they, they probably ain't looking for all this experience. They, they probably just looking for a person who's going to, they can trust. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Word. Yes, yes. One, another thing I just want to add. I'm sorry for cutting you off, bro. No, do your thing. Um, is let your let your name ring bells when you're not even in the room. There you go. Excellent point. There you go. There you go. And, that's it. And that's action. That's all action. You know. Um, but man, I love this episode. This is one. That goes down in the books, straight up and down. I love this episode, fellas. Like it's very much encouraging to myself, and I hope it's encouraging to whoever's listening. Whether you're in your car, whether you're thinking about leaving that job, whether you're filling out a resume right now, or you're applying, or you're you're in limbo, kind of trying to figure out your career. Like we just want to encourage you to love yourself, 
definitely take time. Uh, you're never too old or too young to learn. And yeah, and like as Anthony always says, self-care is the best care. Let's go. We'll see you next time. It's coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) Peace. Peace.